Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Five seven, the game. Oh, we haven't forgot about you, Chuck Walters, Evan Giddings. Ninety-five seven, the game. Three hours done. The final sprint, final hour to go, Chuck. And I know we kind of teased and talked about Fernando Tatis Jr. the effect that was going to have on on baseball and uh, the MLB along with the Giants. But you know, a bit of news coming down down the line. A source telling Pro Football Network that a full year suspension for Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson is quote. A slam dunk after playing in the first preseason game for the Cleveland Browns. He was booed. He got the the reception that I think everyone expected. But he's got to get the full year, right? I'm kind of with this anonymous source. I don't think there's any chance that he doesn't get the full year suspension. And then you know what question that brings up? Where does Jimmy Garoppolo go? Scott, da da da. It brings them back on the table, apparently. And it's funny because it wasn't that long ago, Mary Kay Cabot said, <laughs> Browns reporter, Thank you, that even if, even if this were to happen and he was to get the full year suspension, that they would ride with Jacoby Brissett. He would be their guy. Brissett's been whatever in the NFL. He's been fine, been a serviceable quarterback. And uh, yeah. actually had a real good year in 2019 with Indy um, with the 18 touchdowns and four interceptions. When he did play for them, yeah, he's solid, solid backup. I, I don't know about a starting quarterback. I'd, I'd take Jimmy Garoppolo over him for sure. Um, with that being said, I guess it comes down to this: the Cleveland Browns think that they have a good enough team to compete for the AFC, um, the AFC North. They think they can compete for a Super Bowl. They do have a good roster. Um, so, with that being said, if Watson's out for the year, Jacoby Brissett just doesn't get the job done, and they have faith in Jimmy Garoppolo because they said it would not be out of the table. Now, I bring this to you asking, would it be more likely that there is a trade there or they just wait in a couple weeks and getting him when he's released? Well, I don't know the reason why Cleveland wouldn't want to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, maybe they really do believe in Jacoby Brissett that much, but I think there's a lot of potential parallels between a Jimmy Garoppolo-led 2022 Cleveland Brown team to the 2021 San Francisco 49ers, where Jimmy Garoppolo maybe isn't the 
you know, sole reason that they got to the conference championship, but he's absolutely a guy that can elevate, get you a couple of more wins. I think you know, he he could take a nine-win Browns team potentially as they're currently constructed and get them to ten or eleven wins to the point where they're in the playoffs. So, you know, I not to, not to say it'd be negligent if they didn't attempt to try and go get him, but if I'm Cleveland. I don't see why I wouldn't want Jimmy Garoppolo should the Sean Watson miss the entire year and should you still be committed to trying to maximize, you know, your your contending roster with the amount of talent that they have at a lot of positions. So, I think it it absolutely is a possibility. I think it's more likely than, you know, the New York Jets who who are going to lose uh, Zach Wilson for a couple of weeks with a knee injury or, you know, potentially to Seattle, who appears to be pretty set on on tanking or trying to lose. He's not going to help them in that effort. So I think Cleveland is at this point, if the source is correct and that the Deshaun Watson full season suspension is a, quote, slam dunk. I think Jimmy Garoppolo would be the right man for the job in Cleveland. Is there any more embarrassing professional franchise than the Cleveland Browns? They can't do anything right. They can't do anything right. And you look at all the talent they have on this roster. Odell Beckham Jr., gone. Let's just look at three, four years ago when they opened up this window. They said, Baker Mayfield's our guy. They got Jarvis Landry. They had Odell Beckham Jr. They added Kareem Hunt to the fold. Kareem Hunt wants to be traded. He's sitting out preseason games. Kareem Hunt may be no longer a viable option for whoever the quarterback is of the Cleveland Browns entering yeah. this season. Got Amari Cooper now? You trying to tell me that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't couldn't hook up with Amari? Yeah, he's got Amari. Uh, he's got Nick Chubb and Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's got some weapons. Don't get me wrong. And but, a pretty talented offensive line. Potentially better than the one he had in San Francisco. I'm just not buying it. Until I see it from Cleveland, I'm not buying it. They consistently disappoint, aside from a couple of years ago when they came close to taking down the Chiefs in the playoffs. They just have never showed me anything that they can put a competent product on the field together. And I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo going there turns them into a Super Bowl contender. I've been wrong many times before. I'll well, stand up here on my perch and say <laughs> it. But with that being said, especially in that division, are they jumping the Ravens or Bengals? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I've been wrong at least three or four times throughout this show, and we're not even to the end of the four hours, so I'm right there with you. And Garoppolo's coming off an injury. Does this not matter to anyone? I mean, I guess they're all watching him throw. Before they're making any sort of signing or any sort of trade, they're seeing what Garoppolo has right now and how healthy he is compared to last year, but he is coming off an injury. Well, and that's why he isn't on another team now, right? Or are, are you buying that? Are you buying the fact that if he was healthy, if he didn't have the offseason surgery, that he would not currently be a member of the 49ers? There's just not many options. If if the Giants don't want him, the Giants, to me, just makes more sense than anyone because it's like, all right, you can run Daniel Jones out there for two weeks, and if Daniel Jones doesn't show it, in, in two, three weeks, like it's time to just give up on Daniel Jones. Well, do you think that the Giants are committed to winning, though? I mean, I know everyone wants to win, but it doesn't really seem like... I mean, I'm just I'm just basing it off their actions. Like They aren't a franchise to me that right now is trying to compete for a playoff spot, whereas and you Cleveland make, is. You make a good point. So it's like, why would they go after Jimmy Garoppolo to tank this year, spend the money on him when they're not going to be good with or without Jimmy Garoppolo, regardless of who their quarterback is? they're not going to be good. So, yes, you make a good point there. And Cleveland does have the potential to be pretty good. 
How much better is Jimmy Garoppolo than Jacoby Brissett in your mind? He, he's he's significantly he's, better. Yes. I mean, granted, that's because Brissett is is, in my opinion, you know, like a bottom five, he's seven a, quarterback. I, I, think, but, I think he's a top tier backup. Is what Jacoby Brissett is. I'd say he's one of the top three best backups in the NFL. I would love if he was Trey Lance's backup. Yeah, like you'd be, you'd feel very comfortable with him being the backup. But if he if he's supposed to be your starting quarterback for seventeen games, I'm not sure how I'm feeling about that. And that's also the reason, for, from a Jimmy Garoppolo perspective, why I don't think a situation like Seattle would work because Jimmy he's stuck in that weird quarterback purgatory now where he you know is is seen as a winning quarterback or at least by around the league maybe not by some here in the bay area but he's been to a super bowl he's been to a conference championship he's considered a winning quarterback so he can get you maybe an extra one or, or two potentially wins for a team that's trying to contend but he's not good enough for you know to be a real game changer there he's also not bad enough that you're willing to pay him to to come in and tank your team so if i'm seattle like i'm just going to ride out the year with drew lock and if you win that's great if not that's the plan anyways i haven't broke down the numbers so the text line can help me out with this 888-957-9570 how do the browns have all this money to pay all these guys i mean you're adding cooper to the fold I guess they got some guys on rookie deals, I would imagine, but you just spent all this money on Deshaun Watson, and granted, they don't have to pay him, correct, if he's not playing in year number one, although he does have guaranteed money moving forward, which, how it looks right now, if you're taking two years off from football and then expected to just be back to where you were exactly before, I mean, we saw Michael Vick do it. He was never the same player, but he was at least, you know, Solid, I guess you could say. We've yeah. seen it from time to time. But they mortgaged a lot of money on him. And then you're going to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, who's no cheap penny. Well, and there's a good point from the Comcast Business Text Line. 510, Browns will be paying part of Baker Mayfield's salary. Now, I think that's kind of insignificant. Yeah, based so, you're, on so you're paying Baker, you're paying Watson, you're paying Jimmy. It's just like, <laughs> where, where do they have all this money that's to the, bring in Cooper, too? That That's the question that I also have as it pertains to the Rams, who have been always extremely aggressive going out and getting high-paying guys, high-paid guys like Jalen Ramsey. Obviously, you got Aaron Donald, but they're going out and acquiring Odell Beckham Jr. They're trading for Von Miller. Like, where do they... F- that That's why the, the cap, to me, is as much as it is a conversation surrounding players like Jimmy Garoppolo and what he's making and how it's going to count against the cap, that's why I always will defer to those... You know, those teams, capologists, like, they'll find a way to make it work, right? Like, if you really want a guy on your team, you'll figure out money-wise how to spin things. You bring up a good point, though, in saying that the the fact that they brought in Amari Cooper proves one thing. They're trying to win right now. They know they have a window. They have a good overall roster. I don't believe in it. I mean, it's the Cleveland Browns. They just signed Deshaun Watson to all that money. They don't make wise decisions. They haven't for a long time. Is there any more of a laughable franchise in professional sports the last 30 years than the Cleveland Browns dating back to drafting Tim Cow? I mean, the answer's probably, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. And, and that means something. I mean, it's the House of Haslam's. Jimmy Haslam. Um, Udonis Haslam? No. Jimmy Haslam, and he's also the big Tennessee booster down there, and all the Volunteers fans want to run you. him out of town. So, um Wherever he's attached, Haslam, the football team usually doesn't do well. But it it brings up this point. Them signing Cooper means that they are in it to win it. They do need a quarterback. Jacoby Brissett's not the guy that's going to get it done. He's serviceable as a backup. 
but he's not their guy. So if they could find a way to fork over the money to Jimmy Garoppolo, it does make a lot of sense. And that seems to be, now that this report's coming out, that says it's a slam dunk that Deshaun Watson will miss the full year, according to sources. Got to throw that in there. Still some ifs that need to happen. This now seems like the most likely scenario. I think so. And and I do think the full season suspension just from what I've I've heard from you know Roger Goodell and and the sources from the Pro Football Network want to credit them as well with the report of the quote unquote slam dunk for the suspension coming down. But with the way that Goodell has talked about this entire situation after the original six same suspension was delivered, it's almost like he's he's basically setting up. We we can't stand for this. The NFL can't stand for a precedent being set. Most importantly, you know I. I don't necessarily think Adele cares too much about the people involved in the whole situation, unfortunately, but he does want to protect the brand that is the National Football League. And if you don't bring the hammer down on Deshaun Watson for at least an entire year, it sets a precedent for the future that's very dangerous and is a slippery slope as far as PR is concerned, which is what Roger Goodell has demonstrated he has been about more than anything else. So that opens up the potential avenue for Jimmy Garoppolo who, as of right now, is still on the 49ers. And as our as our amazing producer, Sterling Bennett, told us during the break, you know, the Tuesday before week one of the regular season, September 11th at Soldier Field against the Chicago Bears, that Tuesday before is when they have to make the decision about Jimmy Garoppolo and him being on the roster. I'm sure they would love to trade him, and so I'm sure they're hoping that this slam-dunk suspension comes through in the next couple of minutes. But what do you do with Jimmy G if the avenue for trade to Cleveland isn't there? I, I've I contend and I've I've talked about it throughout the you know the the summer. I think it's just gonna come down. They gotta cut him. Yeah. I mean, what other choice do you have? Well, if, if Cleveland opens up a spot and they're offering up a I don't know, sixth round pick. Like anything to me, you get a value for Jimmy G in a trade, even if it's a seventh, even if it's a compensatory, you know, even if it's a new Washington, even if it's Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, like you get something back. That's a win. Despite you, you know, trading a second form all those years ago. Yeah. You'll take anything for him going back to Cleveland though. What are they thinking? What are they doing? And I know they got somewhat of a favorable contract in the fact that there was so many questions surrounding Deshaun Watson's availability this year to where they're only paying him a million dollars. It's going to be the easiest million he's ever made if he doesn't play this season. But just the baggage, I don't get it. I mean, we're talking about a league where no one has given Kaepernick a shot. And Deshaun, I just, I don't get it. I don't get what the Browns are thinking. I don't get what they're doing. I don't get what their logic is. And so far, it's backfired on them. In year one, it looks to appear that way. And it should. I mean, quite frankly, it should backfire on them. That's, couldn't that's have a happened negligent... to a, It couldn't have happened to a better franchise. Well, and, and to your point, you know, as long as we're throwing salt to the wound of the Cleveland Browns, like, when they made the decision to give him all that guaranteed money, I, I legitimately think, and this, this goes to your point of how idiotic of a franchise they've been for the past some odd decades, it's like, I don't think they thought that he was going to get suspended. Or at least not for a full year, which I I can't understand. And maybe this is just us on the left coast and progressive country not being able to see that. But I really believe when they gave him that guaranteed money, they thought we'll be able to slip this one under the nose of Goodell in the NFL. Maybe he'll catch heat for a little bit and it'll eventually blow over, which is 
like yeah, I, they, I don't understand. They thought, you know, Donald Trump had 30 accusers and, and wound up being president. So so we'll be all right there. But dude, with Watson, it, it just it doesn't make any sense. You know that the negative PR is coming with them. You're already a franchise that's laughed at by the entire National Football League. Everyone thinks you're a joke. And now you're going after Watson, who, yes, he, he was a really good quarterback for the Houston Texans. But that was a while ago. A lot's happened since the last time Watson's played football. It that's true. That is very true. I mean, and that's another huge question is like, is he even gonna be good? Is he even going to be the same quarterback that he was his first few years in Houston? He's still the quarterback young. he was I'll at Clemson. Say that. He, no, he's, he's still extremely young, just twenty six. He is, and that's why he's also making young, dumbass decisions. So Deshaun Watson, if he gets suspended, could open a lane for Jimmy Garoppolo. And and I don't know about you, Charlie, but or sorry, Chuck, my bad. But I think that if he did go to Cleveland, I personally I personally would be rooting for him. I, I know the the franchise and the Browns are not definitely on anyone's, you know, not in their good graces by the decisions that they made, especially bringing in Deshaun Watson. But if Jimmy G left here and got a chance to go to a team that at least has hopes of contention, not only in the offense with the weapons they have, but also, you know, pairing Miles Garrett to Davian Clowney on the outside. Like, they got a pretty good defense. I would be rooting for him. Yeah, you, you'd be rooting for him to be successful, but would you be rooting for him to win a Super Bowl? Yes. I, I feel like that would be a little disastrous. While we're talking about PR, if Jimmy Garoppolo went to the Browns, took them to a Super Bowl this year, let's say Trey Lance was underwhelming, then all of a sudden, you look pretty dumb. That's true. Although, this was always the the plan, right? So even if it's a quote-unquote you know, dumb result, the plan always was to have Jimmy you know, fight for the starting spot in, in Trey's first year. Trey beats him out great. He didn't. Didn't play much. Okay, Jimmy G gets a last chance. Last hurrah. Takes it to the conference championship game. Maybe could have gotten to the Super Bowl. Who knows? And then you move off of him. So I, I don't necessarily think it would re- reflect poorly on the 49ers if he goes to a team that no one expects to win a Super Bowl and then ends up doing it. And maybe that's also the reason, too, is like the AFC is so stacked. Yeah, it would. It's just it's an uphill. It's an uphill battle. It would reflect poorly on the people that wanted to run him out of town before his time was up. Yeah, I, I think year. it would reflect more more on the fans or, or critics of Jimmy Garoppolo as opposed to the actual 49ers organization. Yeah, no doubt. Five one zero. Helping out here. Um, the Lions have been pretty bad. They had no in 16 season. Stafford, Megatron, Barry Sanders, they've done nothing. I think you could put them on the same pedestal, put them in the same tier as the Browns. They've both done nothing. Uh, 510 to the Browns steal Charlie's girlfriend or something. Not to my I, knowledge. I, no, I'm just speaking facts. They absolutely stink. To the five one zero, John. He's from Ohio. Like he 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 knows he knows what's been going on there, and is simply trying to enlighten us here in the Bay Area as to all the the misfit and sh- chicanery. they has been going on. You, you've seen the jersey, right? The, so, which one? So it's a Tim Couch jersey. It's the number two, and on this Tim Couch jersey, someone like taped pieces of paper that basically go down to the floor with all the quarterbacks they've had thinking it would be, I'll get the picture up right now, all the quarterbacks that they thought they had had and, and stolen in the draft since Tim Couch. Does it look like the Sacramento Kings uh, head coaching list of the past like you know decade or something? It's just they've had 12 coaches in 10 years or something? Uh, even worse. I'm trying to find... That's here it is. Number. Here we go. Oh, yeah. 
the list is, and, and this is, it's, ca- couch, it's couch, and then under it, it, it's scratched out. Couch, Detmer, Wynn, Peterson, Holcomb, McCown, Garcia, Dilfer, Fry, Dorsey, Gradkowski, Anderson, Quinn, DeLome, Wallace, McCoy, Lewis, Hoyer, Whedon, Campbell, Manziel, Davis, Griffin III, at Baker Mayfield. We're going to see uh, Chorizo. Huh? Oh, sorry. You, you lost me at Tim Couch. I think it was the first quarterback you named. I couldn't keep track with how many flameouts they've had in, in that group you just mentioned right there. And in that same time, the New England Patriots have had two. Maybe three if you count Bledsoe. I don't know exactly when Couch got drafted. Probably three with Bledsoe. Well, and speaking of the Patriots from the 5 it looked pretty bad for the Patriots letting Brady go. I think that was more of a mutual thing. But it would be the same deal if Jimmy G won a Super Bowl in Cleveland. I do think that's a little bit different. Uh, especially with the the amount of success that Brady had prior to leaving New England, it's not as if you know Jimmy G won here and then went off. Like I, I honestly don't think New England really takes it that personally. But I think that 49ers fans would take it personally if Jimmy G reached the inevitable top of the mountain with another team. Yeah, and two and nine's coming at me right now, saying Bengals are missed the playoffs, and I'm going to be devastated. Will you be I, I devastated? Just, no, I just told you that I'm putting in a ticket on the 49ers to win the Super Bowl. I mean, <laughs> at this point, the the patra the the paycheck trumps the fandom. But if Cincinnati played in the NFC, would you put that ticket on the Bengals? No, I I am sticking to my guns here Not that the, the Super Bowl is going to be the 49ers and. Who am I going with from the AFC this year? I'm going to go with... um, I'm wearing the shirt, Chuck. No, it's not going to be the Chargers. I'm going to go with 49ers taking on the... It's going to be someone from the West. Someone from the West. Maybe the Chargers. See, I I don't think it's going to be anyone from the West because I think they're just going to basically gladiator duel themselves into the dirt while the rest of the team's... Kind of maneuver around. Not an easy iron schedule. Iron sharpens but, iron. I think the Broncos yeah. are a sneaky pick. God, I well, and they. I mean, they weren't great last year, but I do think they were a little bit underrated considering they didn't have really a great quarterback. We talked about Teddy Two Gloves being down in Miami. Drew Locke goes to Seattle. Yeah. Bills are the likely pick. I mean, that's the one that everyone's taken. I, I'm not again. Those are the logical choice, right? Like the team that would be able to take the next step. They're the logical choice, but I've just been scarred so much by cheering on teams that, you know, can't get it done that I'm biased to thinking that, you know, sometimes franchises are just stuck in a rut. Yeah. And that may be the Bills. They just can't. I mean, they had it last year. They had it and just blew it twice. Or, yeah, well, and... Kansas City took advantage of it. And then Cincinnati, of course, took advantage of Kansas City. That made me very happy as a Chargers fan seeing Mahomes go down. I'm sure it made a lot of 49ers fans happy losing uh, Patrick Mahomes losing, not even getting to the Super Bowl. Uh, but we're going to come back for the final half hour, touch on everything we didn't get to. Still a lot of fun stuff upcoming. Chuck Walters, Evan Giddings here on 95.7 The Game. If you want to chime in about the 49ers, about where Jimmy should go, about suspensions for Deshaun Watson, Fernando Tatis, Draymond Green compared himself to who this week? All that and more coming up next on 95.7 The Game.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Cruising through the last break of our four-hour show. 20 minutes to go. Chuck Walters, Evan Giddings, 95-7 the game. Big thanks to Sterling Bennett behind the board. Big thanks to Eric Crocker coming on at 11 o'clock to talk 49ers from the Locked On 49ers podcast. We got into a lot today, Chuck, but what do you got going on the rest of the day? It's a beautiful Sunday here in the city. It is. This is uh, actually day 14 in a row of, of consecutive working. Wow. So I went so I went on the honeymoon and spent way too much money in Hawaii. So I needed to make it back. So I picked up some shifts. You're looking kind of bronze. And uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. So 14 straight days and I'll I'll be going 16 before I get my first full day off. But this is a half day. I'm you know, I usually work the 3 to midnight as I told you. So never off this early. I'll tell you what. We getting a lift in today after this. We we hitting up the house. Oh wow! No, the, I'm talking to you. The, the last time it was about two months ago. So Evan Giddings is getting ready to go to the gym. I come in two <laughs> hours early, and I see him getting ready to go to the gym. I'm already prepped and ready to go for the show. So I'm like, I'll take you to my gym. It's on me. Let's go to 24 hour. Let's see what you're made of. We go there, and I ask him to to start taking me through his workout routine and mm-hmm. see what he does. And he goes, We'll start with some pull ups. This psychopath is one of those guys that puts the 45-pound plate between his feet and does those weighted ones. I was thoroughly impressed, man. I couldn't find a belt, Chuck. That's pretty much where I've lost a little bit of strength. I've been falling off the horse, been trying to get back on the grind. So I would actually love to get a workout in today. Did yesterday, and and I appreciate you helping me step up my game. You know, I'm, I'm... Currently, just kind of a Planet Fitness type of attendee, but you got me in the 24, you got me in the big boy gym, and so I was looking around, and my eyes got wide. I was like, wow, there's there's an actual pull-up bar, there's actual weights that go above, you know, 50 pounds? Like, dude, you're living the life. It's like 30 bucks a month, so it's, (laughs) I wouldn't say it's that 
I wouldn't say it's that luxurious, well, but uh, that's a eight 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 nine five seven ninety five seventy best gym in, in the Bay Area that that we need to check out and discover because um, yeah, it, it's got some of the nooks and crannies. As long as it's got a steam room, it's for me. Now, are you one of the guys that can also you know kind of introduce, mix in the calisthenics. You know, there's a lot of playgrounds and no. kind of makeshift gyms around the city. I know you're in Pacifica, but there's some makeshift gyms around the city. You ever just... Uh, no, no CrossFit. I like working on the balance. I'll squeeze in some yoga here and there, some cardio, so high intensity orange, stuff. Orange Theory guy. I, I was a trainer there for a minute. Dude. I, I needed to make some extra money, so I was working the... It was crazy, man. I was doing the, the 5 a.m. to noon shift. And then I would, Hell I would no. and then I would go into the TV station three and work three <laughs> to midnight. So I was working from five a.m. to midnight. Then I'd go home. Kylan would get off at you know midnight, and she would stay up till two a.m. because she yeah the missus. Uh, so she'd be getting off Kron, and and we'd be up till two a.m. And then I'd have to do it the next day until five. And I did it for like two three weeks just to make some extra cash and, and really try to relive my. My fantasy of when I was younger, being one of those guys that has that story when they grow up, like, yeah, I was living in a car. I had four separate jobs. wasn't living in the car, but I did have the, you know, the four separate jobs um, that the W-2s were pulling in. And uh, it was rough, man. I'll tell you what. I, I don't know how people do that. I need at least six hours of sleep. Well, we definitely, and, and if, if you want to go check out Chuck's journey, by the way, I do have to, to plug your Instagram because I think you have a real kind of explaining how you got to where you're at, right? There's like a two or three minute video with the grind throughout the years, the jobs that you've worked. It's pretty impressive, man. And, and as a fellow former minor league broadcaster myself, you know, I, I do understand the amount of different hats that you got to sometimes wear both ones you want to, as well as ones you don't. Like I, I worked during the pandemic at a, an Amazon warehouse doing graveyard shifts from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. So, you know, sometimes you just, you got to follow the W-2s, as you mentioned, even if it's four at one time. I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, I, this is my seventh different city since graduation. So since Not 2015, so seven years, seven cities. So, and I've lived here now the longest. What was your favorite going on outside of San Francisco? I mean, I, I guess my hometown. I, I didn't live in, you know, the sexiest cities in the world. Dothan, Alabama, <laughs> where, where it's so hot. It's it's like, you People know, that news reporter, damn flies, you know, where they're flying in his mouth. Like, that's how Dothan <laughs> and Montgomery was. And then Knoxville was a was an interesting little city, but it's no San Francisco. It's no <laughs> Bay Area by any means. But, um, yeah, the minor league baseball was interesting. It's a grind, man. It's a grind of a field. Well, okay, shout out the Comcast Business Text Line, 415. You guys need to step your game up and join Equinox Gym. Well, I don't know if I can step it up based on the Relax. $300 a month, but that's where the high rollers and A-listers go. Okay, I, I think, first of all, just because there's an A in both Charlie and Evan does not make us A-listers. And Equinox right now, that that might be, that's like Mount Olympus as far as gyms are concerned. Can so. I give you a story about the first job I had out in the Bay Area? Please do. So I moved here on the spot, followed my wife out here. She got the job at Cron 4. I was I was doing the Reds pre and post and had the local sports job in Lexington. And this is a big market, great sports town. I mean, I knew that San Francisco was an awesome city. I knew that the Bay Area was great, but I'd never actually been here. Not bad. So I just moved here on a whim and was trying to live off some Robin Hood funds that I made during the uh, pandemic for a little bit. Did that for like three, four weeks as I looked for a job in TV. <laughs> and it was a pandemic. They were cutting sports departments. They weren't yeah. adding to it. So I had nothing so my first job out here, I, I go to uh, 
a, a warehouse. It's this company clutter and it's basically a moving company. And so I go over there to Oakland. It's right next to the Oakland Coliseum. And I show up for my first day of training. I got, you know, I went there and got hired pretty quickly after the interview and show up my first day. And I'm not good at that kind of stuff. I'm not, I'm not good with my hands. You know, the, the voice is decent, <laughs> but not good with my hands whatsoever. So all these people are running circles around me. They're, you know, bubble wrapping all these couches and slinging them over one shoulder and stuff. And I'm pulling my back. Three hours into the six hour day of training, I knew that I was done. I knew that I was never coming back and was and was putting in my, you know, hours notice that I wasn't accepting this job. Yeah. But I just didn't want to get up and leave. They had fed me lunch. It was super awkward. So I'm just <laughs> sitting there for three hours, not paying attention to anything they're saying, going through the motions, the worst duct taping jobs of all time. They're like, this guy's an absolute idiot. When in reality, I just was like, I'm not taking this job. I don't know why I'm still here. I should just walk out. But the polite thing to do was just fake it. And then by the time I was in the car, I was like, hey, I got another job. I didn't actually, but it was it was a job that 4 a.m. They were telling me to show up to the Coliseum and work four to noon every day. I'm like, I've worked hard. You know, like I just, I respect it. You made, you made good money, real good money. Yeah. But I just, I couldn't do it. I'm like, the money's not worth it. I don't want to wake up. I didn't move to the bay to wake up at 4 a.m. And this appears to be kind of a trend with you, Chuck, because so first, as far as, overstaying your welcome let's call it we found out today that you broke up with your girlfriend prior to staying for a steak dinner invited hanging around after the deed was done yes for those of you that missed it i uh i went there to break up with her i did the deed i was getting ready to leave and her father asked me to stay for dinner and i didn't know what to do too nice of a guy yeah so i stayed for a steak dinner and they were all eating their steak with ranch so that's all you need to know but uh (laughs) That was a that was a tough situation right there. I didn't know what to do. I'm and you're 16. also sticking around day one. You're just like, no, this job ain't for me. Spinal tap, yeah, can't like, take it, but I'm I gotta like, stick. I'm like Jim Carrey from Yes Man. It's it's probably my biggest flaw. But uh at the same time, saying yes, I, I said yes and, and drove actually to Sacramento mm. two and a half, three hours every day. I mean, hour and a half if you don't hit traffic. Yeah. But when you're getting there for a you know four PM sports cast, you're usually hitting afternoon traffic in three separate spots. Uh, spots, yeah. most notably Vacaville. And so I'm driving like four hours round trip to drive up there and do the local news. But, it, you know, it, it led to the CBS job here. So the uh, squeaky wheel gets the grease sometimes, as they say. Dude, I'm right there with you. I used or to sometimes commute. you burn yourself out and you're not in the industry anymore. You got to get some luck. Yeah, there's kind of, uh, there's definitely a fine line. In some cases, a coin flip, depending on you know, how many commitments you have. I know, obviously, you have a wife, you got other people to take care of. I'm rolling solo dolo here, so I can wake up at 3 a.m., 3 p.m., 11 p.m. It really don't matter at this point. And, uh, Chase your dreams, folks. Chase them. That is the message of the final segment of this show here on 95.7 The Game. Chase your dreams, damn it. And uh, the We're like crackheads. We, we can taste them. <laughs> Thank you, Guru. That was from earlier this week. Guru's going to be off this week, unfortunately. I was, I was looking forward to seeing him, but he's going to be out this week. Steiny back in oh. with us. 12-3 to 3 with JD, so that'll be fun coming up this week. But you got Chuck Walters, Evan Giddings here with you. Final hour of hour number four. We've gotten into a lot today, including the 49ers, preseason takeaways, you know, the Giants we've discussed. We touched a little bit on Fernando Tatis Jr. One thing, though, one thing, though, that this week is something that kind of just stuck with me. Now, we talked about a little bit in the producers <laughs> meeting. 
And uh, sorry, it's something that came up on the 323 from the Comcast business text line. Can I name drop getting or Walbers to get a freebie at 24 hours? Ask them, tell them you know Walbers and see what they say. First For of all, my, my co-host has been saying my name wrong this entire time, but I'm not going to. He, he apologized about calling me Charlie, which is my actual name, but my, not my TV name. But uh, no, you, Walters. There's no S. There's no S. It's just Walter. Walter. I, I get Walters a lot. It's uh, cool. People call I just me, accept it. You people know? call me getting all the time. I'm, so when we were doing the Barry Panthers game down in San Jose, uh, I hate to throw, I hate to throw him under the bus, but the afternoon show host, um, but, you know, intros to him bringing Mark Grandy, voice of the Barry Panthers. He's the board up for Damon Arado from three to six all week long. And then he goes, and we're going out to Mark Grandy and Evan Gidding. So it's kind of the reverse. I'm adding the S, whereas the S from my name is typically stripped as well as from the Text line. How about this text line? 888-957-9570. We've hit on a ton of sports today, so let's go with something a little more unique. How about a name that basically there's no right or wrong answer? I, I... it's Eric Chavez. You know, no one calls him Chavez, but people have called him Chavez over the year, and they're not technically. I mean, it's they, Chavez. Chavez. Eric Chavez. Chavez. So I said Eric Chavez. <laughs> Please got that. Uh, yes. Yeah. Chavez. Yeah. I mean, but what other Oakland athletes? A's, what, what other athletes are names that just because there are tons that just have basically reporters or whatever call them by the wrong name early on in their career and it just kind of sticks and they're like yeah you know my name's actually this or there's for example john calipari he mm-hmm. was called calipari for the longest time he's not calipari it's calipari and it, it's just like there's so many guys like that in sports where it's just like their name is it's not wrong to call him either way because you know at the end of the day if you know what you're talking about doesn't really matter. I'm not the grammar police. Well, I don't. I don't care. Well, I think, and and you'd know this better than most. I think in in baseball it happens a lot because when you're coming up through the minors, you don't really have the cachet in a lot of situations to to kind of correct. I don't know, a broadcaster or a media guide, right? So I know working in the Tiger system, we had a guy who's he's currently playing for the for the Diamondbacks. His name is uh, Sergio Alcantara, but for the first three years of his minor league career, he went by Alcantara. And so it was Alcantara the entire time up until he got to the show and you could finally correct someone. So I, I know that that kind of happens with some athletes, maybe less so in, in football or basketball, just because you go immediately from college. Yeah, to, I'm trying to, to pros. Think if the text line can help us out there with any good ones. Well, there was Fausto Carmona. Uh, he, he had an issue with his name. Um, it was Leo Nunez. Uh, and actually, there was a giant, I believe, by the name of... Oh, gosh. What was Santiago Casilla's first name? Sterling, you got it for me? Jairo? Jairo Garcia. Jairo Garcia. I have Jairo Garcia's autograph, by the way, sitting right next to Kurt Suzuki. Well, don't forget Travis Kelsey. It's actually Kels. Oh, yeah, it's Kels. That's right. Uh, no, there, there are a bunch throughout sports, uh, and it's it's kind of funny that people just run with these names, these professional athletes. They've been called the wrong name for so long, and they just run with it. So, Walbers, here I am. And I appreciate you rolling with with Walters for the, for the entire show. Chuck Walter, Evan Gidding, Gidding, Giddings, here on 95.7 The Game. couple of minutes left. If there's any last comments you got, hit us up, 888-957-9570. Oh, that's right. Well, not, not Goddell, uh, but I do remember Roger Goodell introducing... Moody Mo- Moses. Moody? Well, How's was Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins. That one was pretty good. But also, was it Marcus uh, Mariotto? Is that what he called him on draft night? 
Well, Mariota, Mariota is is another good one. Like, yeah, you can call them either, and you're. I mean, yes, one is correct, one is not correct, but at the same time, no one. Do you really care? I, I'm always amazed at how the commissioners of each sport are able to memorize virtually. You know, there's been 99 percent memorize each of these players' names, some of which are pretty difficult. I mean, yeah, imagine calling out from the 707, Giannis Antetokounmpo on draft night, and you get that name. And you're just looking at it like, all right, well, we're just going to stumble through this one. Four syllables or less. That's the hardest part about local TV, especially when you're in the smaller market where you have to cover high schools and you're just going off these rosters or whatever and there's no pronunciations and you're just, you're kind of guessing. You know, you do your best, you forget the rest. In radio, you go, you talk for four straight hours, you make a mistake, whatever, so be it. You laugh it off, you have fun, the text line fixes it. But in TV, it's like you got one job, get a dude's name right, but... It's sometimes easier said than done. One, well, and you know from doing you're play on a time play. crunch, you're, like, you're just now seeing your tough. script from the producers for the first time, and you're going through it, and you're like, "What?" Yeah, and you have you don't have a I don't know a, a PR person to run the media guide by to run the pronunciation guide by. They just they don't just send that along with the script. They send the name, and it's got you know five syllables in it with a middle name that. Is, is from a different country, and you're just like, all right, well, I guess we're going to roll with this one. And I know the like the entire um, the entire inter, uh, indoor football league season, part of me, the IFL that we did throughout this summer, we, there's a player on the team that I'd heard Crowell, Crowell, you know, Crowell. Like, there was so many different variations of this simply put name that you kind of just got to roll with it. And stick to your guns. I honestly think 510 may have turned me on to something. He, he's spelling it differently, but he says, thanks for a good show, Charlie Wahlberg. Maybe Chuck Wahlberg's the move. You know, I'll say I'm related to Mark. I'll, you know. As soon as yeah. I saw the 323 drop the Wahlbergs, I thought he was talking about a fast food restaurant. I was like, <laughs> have I heard of this? I know there's Wahlburgers, there's Whataburger, there's. Uh, there's Wawa, for those of you from the East Coast, and gas stations aficionados. But like, Walbers getting, I don't know if that, I don't know if I could fit that into a 24 7 fast food joint, but Walbers and Wahlberg, dude, you got to roll with that. I may. I may just change my name. Best name changes in sports. I mean, Ocho Cinco's got to be up there. Ocho Cinco, pretty good. Uh, John, or excuse me, uh, Mike Stanton to Giancarlo Stanton. That's a good name. Like, but Mike, isn't that just going back to his original name, though? And it's not like, like for example, Willie Colley Stein, I know, legally changed his name to Willie Trill. Collie Stein, because that was his like nickname at Kentucky, and then he just kind of embraced it. So yeah, Willie Trill, uh, Jimmy McGill changed his name to Saul Goodman. All of those you <laughs> out there, that, that's your shout. Tomorrow we learn the fate of one Saul Goodman. I'm warming up my hands, man. You've never seen Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. No, you no, got, I can't say I had. You got some sick days to use and watch some TV. It's it's Vince Gilligan's a uh, he's a creator. Well, yeah, I've been more of a, a Harry Buchanan kind of fan as of late. I was watching Dirty Harry last night. Shout out to the great Clint Eastwood from Oakland, California. And, of course, the, the, the movie is set in San Francisco, and I live over by Kizar Stadium, so it was crazy just to see, like, an actual arena being put together for this movie. That's what it looked like back in the day, as opposed to now where it's just you know kind of more of a track. All right, let's finish with our observations from preseason game number one. Mm. Niners are 1-0, taking down the Packers. Trey Lance looked impressive. Looked like he had command of the uh, the locker room, the huddle, whatever you want to say about him. Um, don't want to overreact too much, but there was a lot to like there. And it seemed like he made smart decisions. 
You saw some of that arm strength on the bomb to our guy Danny Gray. Uh, we had Eric on earlier who was talking about how good the defensive back unit should be this season. I mean, just so much to be excited about. No doubt. And I'm taking the unders on those player prop totals you brought up earlier, all of which across the board for Trey Lance, under 22 and a half touchdowns, under 11 and a half interceptions, and then under the 500 plus yard rushing you, you, total. I thought you said you were going to take the over 579 and a half rushing yards oh, because you thought it was such a ridiculous line that that's Vegas true. knows something. You, you caught me there, Chuck. Yes, actually, I'd take that. But yeah, you know what? I'll roll with that. I'll stick to my guns. Plus 500 rushing yards. He's going to be a dual threat quarterback. And that is how we're going to end our show. Chuck, dude, it's been a lot of fun over these four hours. Hopefully we get to do it again soon. But uh, thank you, man. Yeah, and, and the Giants about to about to get things underway with the Pirates looking for the clean sweep. When's the last time the, the Giants have had a clean sweep? Uh, aside a, from the two-game you know, series against, against the, the A's. A's? A, a three-game series. It's been a minute. Yeah, you might have to go back a couple months to the Padre The Padres won, so they're not climbing back into the wild card race today or at least gaining a game. But again, when... You got some bad teams coming up. Take care of business. And then it's going to come down to can they hang against the Dodgers? Can they hang against the Braves? And then can they remain close enough to have a chance in that final week against the San Diego Padres? We'll find out all of that coming up and more along with the 49ers heading to Minnesota this week for a joint practice on Wednesday and Thursday. And then, of course, the game on Saturday. You can see Chuck on TV. I'll be with Steiny and Guru, Steiny and JD this week, actually, from 12 to 3, producing for them. So in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Coming up next, Fox Sports programming right here on 95.7 The Game. Take it easy, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.